Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 hello. Happy Sunday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start today by looking back at a huge night of boxing as Alexander Usyk caused an upset by beating old AJ himself, Anthony Joshua, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. He claims the WBA, the WBO, the IBF, the IBO and the MFI belts in the process. Here's the best of the reaction from the fight on Fight Night on TalkSport last night. All three scores go to the winner by unanimous decision. And new That was a sensational performance uh, from Alexander Usyk. From the very first bell to the way that he finished the fight, he was absolutely sensational. Jumping up to heavyweight and taking on AJ in his own backyard in front of 61,000 fans. Listen, we know that's what Usyk does. He is a road warrior, but there is no show uh, quite like the AJ show. Andy Joshua just underestimated him, and rather than concentrating and doing all the weight training, I think you need to do a bit more sparring, really. There's going to be conversations, even throughout the course of this show, mate, um, regarding the pound-for-pound pound list. That guy, yeah, he is right in the conversation to be the number one guy on the planet right now. He went in there with a clear game plan. His team did their job. They knew, go in there, set a pace, use the footwork that is that is you're so famous for, and a great little guy beats a good big guy. Who's a- 350 amateur fights, won 335 of them. Uh, that, that's that's the, the, the you know the top and tail of it. He's got the credentials, Olympic champion, world champion, European champion. He's won everything now. He's literally won everything. We have now got a new unified heavyweight champion of the world. Let that sink in. At no point in time was it AJ's fight. At no point in time was AJ dictating the pace, dictating the range. He was playing catch-up with Alexander Usyk from the very first bell. You've got to say, AJ looked like a stiff Frank Bruno there. This was different. This wasn't being outboxed, outfoxed, outfought, outpunched, outhit from start to finish. This is a big, big, big night for British sport, big night for British boxing, big night for world boxing. This man has stepped up from cruiserweight and beaten Anthony Joshua in his own backyard. And he didn't do it with a lucky punch. He did it by taking him to school. 
Moving on now to game day. And Bruno Fernandes. Oh, dear. Missed the 93rd minute penalty as Manchester United lost one at home to Aston Villa. <sighs> Shortly we'll hear from Gabby Agbonahor, who was the last man to help Aston Villa win at Old Trafford. I don't really care. But first, here's how the drama unfolded on TalkSport 2. I don't really care. Don't know, but there was a certain manager last year who was starting to worry about us getting penalties. And after that, it seems like uh, the decisions are more difficult to give. Here's Fernandes with a cross for United. Cavani trying to get on the end of it. Goes down inside the area. Loud appeals this time for a penalty. And Mike Dean has given a penalty. It's the right decision. It's a cruel one. That's a harsh penalty for me. Cavani's headed it, his arms by his side and it's hit his arm. Bruno Fernandes against Emmy Martinez in front of the Stretford end to salvage a point and he's blazed it high into the Stretford end. It's a horror penalty from Bruno Fernandes. You know, Bruno's been excellent uh, and Cristiano is an excellent penalty taker as well. So that was uh, Bruno's moment. Unfortunately, he didn't uh, score this time. He's, he's done it so many times before. I was astonished, Ray, to be honest. I mean, Ronaldo... You know, you need someone to score in the last minute of a game to equalise and you get a chance of a penalty. Ronaldo has to take that penalty. I'm baffled. Ronaldo's been brought into the club to be that guy. You know, you need a goal. Ronaldo turns up. He's been doing it all season so far. Penalty. He would have scored that penalty. That is as bad a penalty as you would ever see. Oh, my goodness. I think I've just witnessed something that I did not think I would ever see. Who will take the next one? Let's see if we get anyone. We don't know if we'll get any more penalties. <laughs> you know, the decisions we, we're getting against us at the moment. <laughs> Let's see. What are you doing? Like, let Ronaldo take the penalty. Ronaldo would have been dying to take the penalty. Didn't really have a, have a sniff during the game. Aston Villa were, you know, had him in his pocket, the three centre-halves. And you got the chance, you give it to Ronaldo. Strange decision and <sighs> baffles me. Aston Villa might turn one point into three towards the near post and there's Courtney Hawes! And there is the goal! Aston Villa may just have won it late in the day at Old Trafford. The biggest disappointment is that their goal is offside because uh, Watkins is clearly uh, impeding David. He's actually touching him as horse is heading. So how that cannot be given as a um, foul or an offside, I don't know. Does it get any better than that? An 89th minute winner in front of very loud travelling supporters? Nah, not really, man. That's what his dreams are made of, you know. And Manchester United are minutes away from their first Premier League defeat of the season. They've been on the front foot. They've taken the game to Manchester United at times. They've come with a lot of confidence. They've had a really good start to the Premier League season, Aston Villa. That one is a massive decision and it's a, it's a match-deciding one. So, unfortunately, it went against us again. And we've, but we'll have to battle on. One of these days we'll get one. It's a first Premier League defeat of the season for Manchester United. A famous win at Old Trafford for Aston Villa. I feel for the Villa fans because it's been a, and I've been one of them. It's been a long time since uh, we've won here, 2009, Gabby Agban Lahore. And we've suffered, uh, you know, for near, nigh on 20 years playing Manchester United. So to come here and be as brave as we, we was, I thought was... Showed a great mindset and character of the players. Chelsea done it with Lampard. Mm. They got rid of Lampard, which was hard. Club legend, got rid of him, brought in Tuchel. And look what's happened. Mm. Manchester United need to now take Ollie out of it, give him, oh. give him a job in the board somewhere, bring in Conte. He will get better out of these players. Even his decisions during the game, Maguire was limping for 10 minutes before he brought him off. Mm. 
Now, staying with the early kickoffs, and Man City avenged their defeat from the Champions League final. I don't know if they did avenge it. I mean, it was a league game, the other one was Champions. Anyway, they beat Chelsea 1 0 at the bridge. It was Pep Guardiola Guardiola's 221st win in charge of City, making him the club's most successful manager ever. Not much competition, to be fair. The game was live on TalkSport with Sam McAfee and Dean Ashton calling the action. Cancelo, who threatened to shoot, cuts inside, left-footed, does shoot, falls to Jesus inside the area, who turns the ball brilliantly into the net via a deflection, and Manchester City take the lead. How dare we even doubt them? How dare we think, because they haven't got a number nine, they're not going to be competitive this year, and that the others have strengthened, they're going to go on and battle it out between themselves. No way. Of course we need a proper striker to score 25-year goals, you know that. But uh, we don't have it because sooner or later Manchester City will have it. With these guys, we won the Premier League last season, the Carabao Cup, semi-finals, and finally Champions League. So we can do it. I mean, he's been here for six years. He's been uh, such an important player for the squad. His his ability to to work, to to fight every single ball, to to touch the the area. He has goal, of course, he scored goals, uh, and today was amazing. A game which they've dominated, chances have been few and far between, but Gabriel Jesus has come up with a finish, and Stamford Bridge is stunned. It's Manchester City who lead away at the bridge by a goal to nil. For me personally, they don't have to prove anything else for what you have done these many years. There were some things we are not happy with, but in general, City played very strong and made us underperform. Just three points, but of course it's important for, for our confidence to say, OK, we are able to do it here, we can do it everywhere. Again, we played a very good match, but unfortunately only in the last 20 metres of the, of the game. And uh, the other 80 metres, we were uh, absolutely not on our best level. It's more to show us, to prove us that we can do it again, and, and we are here to battle again. The result is uh, always the product of your, of your performance. This is what we believe, and uh, we were not on our, on our top level, and we win together and we lose together. So, so I'm in it now with the team, and we need to step up and show a reaction. That was an absolutely outstanding performance from Manchester City. Every single player in their duties to close down and earn the right for this victory, I thought was just brilliant to watch for such, such top-level players. Three Premier Leagues in four years, my friend, so it doesn't matter what's going to happen for here at the end of my career with this type of players. It's not possible to change. You just want to do it again and prove again, because athletes want to prove it and try it again. I cannot deny how proud we are, how proud we are to, to achieve that, to, to be close to Les McDowell, the previous manager achieved this, this record, and yeah, try to do it more. Elsewhere, Norwich have a very unhappy Farco in charge, Daniel, of course, as they are still without a point this season after a six defeat in a row, this time to Everton, whilst Leeds dropped into the relegation zone with defeat at home to West Ham. Oh, but Bielsa, he plays lovely football though, doesn't he? Anyway, here's how the rest of Saturday's Premier League action unfolded on game day, live on Talk 4. The full-time whistle goes at Goodison Park. Everton are back to winning ways. A very, very comfortable 2-0 win. But Norwich City, now 16 games without a Premier League win. The game plan worked because from the first to the last second I got the feeling we were absolutely compact and didn't allow them to have anything out of the game. I like to win. It doesn't matter if it's a record or not. I like to win every game. So they told me that uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. And then I'm happy for that because it means that we are doing something right. Alan goes down inside the area for Everton under minimal pressure. 
been told to get up. He's been told, David Cook, to it's go be to the VAR. It's going to be a penalty. On pitch side system to check for himself whether it's a penalty kick. Blows the whistle, does the sign, points to the spot. Everton have a penalty. I was then uh, really disappointed that he overturned his decision because his, his initial decision uh, was definitely right. So tough to accept this. Yeah, of course, it's penalty. 200%. It him and it touched him in the, in the edge and that's it. It was definitely the wrong decision and, and also one of the key moments that uh, went against us. Townsend, left-footed, sends scroll the wrong way. And Everton lead just shy of the half-hour. And it's one of Rafa Benitez's cleverest signings that he's doing the trick. Just a confirmation of what I was expecting, a player that uh, can make the difference with his assists, his crosses, but also scoring goals now. So really pleased and really pleased that everybody's happy with him. Allen tries to bring it away. He's joined in by Damari Gray. Gray slips into Corey. To Corey in the area. 2-0. That's it. Points are safe for Everton. I think he has the, the energy, the desire, the motivation to do well. And that is the kind of player that... Uh, we are looking for players that they, they want to give everything for the team. It's one hell of a long way home, back to Norfolk, for those travelling Norwich fans who have so little to show for what they've come to see today. Full-time at Goodison Park, Everton 2, Norwich City 0. We keep going, so we roll the sleeves up and uh, keep going. They didn't have any belief, Dan, they didn't have any real sort of intent. They made it very easy for Everton. Everton were sort of on a stroll, really. We have to, to keep the same, uh, the same spirit, to stay focused and to work hard, and uh, we'll see where we finish, but we have to, to keep the spirit and uh, to play like this. You can hear the noise away to my right, and that means that West Ham have grabbed what is surely going to be a last gasp winner. It's Mikel Antonio, who else? There might have been a doubt for another opportunity because... I how he played because I might have subbed him he'd been that poor like he's a goal scorer and we've got him that way now he's a he's a real handful and the people who score goals will tell you you know they want to stay on they want the chance heartache for Leeds United who took the lead in this match and the full house at Ellen Road of 37 and a half thousand fans this is part of football this kind of situation this kind of moments uh, I think we deserve a little bit more great football game for the neutral not so much, I think, for the managers because uh, there was that much counter-attack from both sides. It's true that after five games we, we don't achieve the, the win yet, but uh, we, are re- we are really close. Leeds United look as though they are going to remain still without a win in this Premier League season. Some fans now heading for the exit here at Allen Road. We have a lot of injured players now. We have to try to recover the people as soon as, as possible. And, uh, and and continue. Kevin Friend puts a whistle to his mouth and West Ham United have won away from home at Allen Road this afternoon with a spirited display. We've been at Old Trafford on Wednesday and we've, we've come and won at Allen Road today you know, in a game which is, uh, is very difficult to explain and, and how they play, but uh, it was a great win for us. We just have to, to continue, work hard, looking for the next one, forget as soon as we can uh, this game, the game of today and uh, uh, stay together and I'm sure that uh, things are going to be uh, better for us as soon. Burnley didn't deserve to win the game. I think Leicester fought hard to get a point in the end. Well, the final whistle has just gone and it has finished 2-2 and Leicester twice coming from behind to grab a point. Well, the good signs to be scoring first, trust me. It's not easy in the Premier League to be scoring first, so that's the first thing you want to do and then and then deal with the rest of the game. You know, that's But like I say, it's cagey at the minute. It's a bit edgy. You, know, you haven't got your first win and I understand that. But, but there's a lot of good signs again today. I don't think there's anything to worry about. I say we've you know, Burnley have been in the Premier League for many seasons now and 
we've always gone through spells of you know not winning or you know not picking up some points, but we always come good at some point, and we're just you know we're not, not very far away from from a win. And when we get that win, I'm sure they'll all come flooding in. Yeah, mentality in the team was there, the spirit was there, as you've seen. Uh, we had enough opportunities to win the game, but we didn't. So. We, uh, we need to improve on certain aspects of our game. A brilliant afternoon. Newcastle remain without a win. Watford with another valuable point with some tough matches to come. Full-time, Watford won, Newcastle won. And we end our game day coverage in West London as Liverpool went top of the Premier League. Well, obviously, they were going to smash Brentford, weren't they? Despite being held to a 3-3 draw against Brentford. No, that, are you, that's right, is it? But they've just been promoted. Honestly, OK. Wow, sounds like a bonkers game at the Brentford Community Stadium. It was the fourth and final live and exclusive commentary game across the TalkSport network, and this is how it sounded. The floodlights are on, and we have for you yet another milestone occasion on a great sporting day across the TalkSport network. But Joss has popped it through the middle, and suddenly Manny and Salah is clear on goal! And it's off the line! Manny turns the rebound into the side netting. An extraordinary escape for Brentford. Goalkeeper Ryle was quick of his line to clear. Frenetic atmosphere, and what a flick from Tony to set up and boom! Oh! Beyond the goalkeeper, off the line by Matip this time! A carbon copy of what happened at the other end. Norgard steers it down the right-hand side. Canos collects, crosses in low, and it's going to be turned in, it is! On Brentford lead, and it's Ethan Pinnock. Lots of space for Henderson to cross from the right. Jota's header, 1-1. Diogo Jota equalises for Liverpool. And Stuart Atwell has given the goal, and it's a landmark moment for Mo Salah. His 100th Premier League goal in a Liverpool shirt. Here is a cross chipped into the box from Ayer, up to the far post, goalkeeper can't get there, and it's off the crossbar, Ayer's there again, it's in, it's in! Brentford have got themselves an equaliser! Robertson on the far side, knocking the ball back to Jones, he shoots, it's got in! It's all the way through the goalkeeper! Brentford looking dangerous here as they seek an equaliser. Baptiste, great cross, Tony trying to get underneath it, Wissa far post, might still drop for him! He's done it! Absolutely incredible! This is a proper Premier League atmosphere. This is why we love the top flight. This is why we love game day here on Talk Sport. This is why we own Saturdays. You know, every time it looked like Liverpool took the lead and maybe they had the game sort of in hand, they, they showed great character to come back in. And how many sides come back from, from a goal down a couple of times against Liverpool? Not many. Wow, what a ridiculous game that was. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. They deserved the point. So we deserved the point. We could have won the game. So, But the point is fine um, for us. It's one more than before the game. Who knows at the end of the season, but it will be good for us. Fantastic uh, performance. Uh, this is what football is about. Uh, both teams attacking. They're one of the best teams in the world, and uh, I think we put up a great fight, and it shows that we've got great characters in the dressing room. Coming, back, coming from behind twice, I think it shows what we're about, really. And, and today is a massive statement. Even though we didn't win, it was, it's still a statement that we're putting out there. Not rest. Celebrate 24 hours. A little bit rest tomorrow, and then we train hard until we go to West Ham. Yeah, I'm enjoying the football, you know. It's Premier League now, and... Uh, I see myself as a Premier League player and so so do all the boys in the dressing room. So 
that's it for another podcast. You think thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcast. I can give a monkey's on this. I don't really care. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I do care about that. I'm back tomorrow night. Oh my goodness, the weeks fly by, don't they? On my show, one of Amanda Goldstein's Sports Bar, 10 p.m. alongside the Fun Boy, taking your calls on all of the above. Then, of course, I'm back Tuesday to Friday on Drive Time. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you got to do to get until then. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talksport. The Talksport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.